Welcome back to Cresta in the Afternoon. My name is Marcus Peter, and I'm filling in for Al Cresta as Al is away attending his granddaughter's First Holy Communion celebration. By the way, for those of you who don't know me, uh, I'm the President and Director of Biblical Theology for the St. Peter Institute for Scripture and Evangelization. I invite you to visit our website and see the resources that we have prepared for lay Catholics across the world. That's stpeterinstitute.com. Now, throughout church history... There have been stories of, amazing stories of priests who died for the sake of the faith. These are priest martyrs and confessors of the faith. And they embrace, through their priesthood and martyrdom, a further conformity and a unification to the sacrifice of Jesus Christ in the Mass, not only in his body, blood, soul, and divinity, but in his role as high priest. They make this same sacrifice present in the gift of their very lives. So we want to take a look at some of these examples of great witnesses of the faith with Dr. Jared Stout. Dr. Jared Stout is the Associate Superintendent for Mission and Formation for the Archdiocese of Denver, and he is a visiting associate professor for the Augustine Institute. He is the author of Restoring Humanity, Essays on the Evangelization of Culture, and The Beer Option, the editor of Renewing Catholic Schools, How to Regain a Catholic Vision in the Secular Age. He and his wife, Anne, have six children, and he is a Benedictine oblate. Dr. Stout, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing very well. Thanks for having me on the show. Oh, it's an honor to have you on the show. So, you know, uh, let's, let's dive right into this because there's so much to cover. Tell me, first of all, this whole reality of the sacrificial nature of the priesthood and how it conforms itself to the sacrifice of Christ on the altar. Yeah, I would say really the foundation is even in our baptism, that, that we're all conformed to Christ and to his priesthood, and we're therefore called to take up our cross and to follow him. But we know that those who are ordained to the sacramental uh, conformity to the priesthood, to be in the person of Christ, to celebrate the Mass, have an even more particular conformity to him. And so I think when there is trouble in the world, a lot of people look to priests as these kinds of icons of Christ, and that can be a, a good thing, but we know that there are these totalitarian regimes and others who are trying to stamp out God, and therefore they want to go after the priests. Yeah, and, you know, it, it's outstanding. Uh, having preached and lived in some areas where there really is persecution to the Catholic faith and living now here in America, it's wonderful, oh, again, wonderfully amazing, how we take for granted the gift of religious freedom for the most part. I mean, granted, there is some persecution in the public sphere, but not like some of these priests have faced. So, you know, tell us a little more about that and, and the gift of religious freedom and expressing the faith. Mm -hmm. It's really a great day to be talking about it here um, with the Feast of Our Lady of Fatima. Mm -hmm. Because at Fatima, you know, Our Lady predicted that there would be this great persecution of the Church in the 20th century. And a lot of it has to do with socialism. You have Nazi socialism, right, national socialism. And then, of course, you have communist socialism. And both of them really sought to exterminate God from society. Um, and therefore, as I was mentioning before, have really gone after priests. Some of the, the most dramatic stories that we see uh, coming out of this conflict, uh, one is uh, The Shadow of His Wings uh, by Father Gurion Goldman, mm -hmm. and who was actually drafted into the SS as a seminarian, oh, wow. um, and was able to even to use his position to smuggle Bibles into France, and to do a lot of good in that position. But, you know, his account, you know, is, is really an amazing story. 
Uh, I described it as heart pounding <laughs> uh, in the sense that, you know, it's really a page turner and it's really unbelievable the, the many times that God spared his life. Um, there is another example also under Nazism, uh, mm-hmm. Father Jean Bernard, um, who was sent to Dachau. And so his book is Priest Block 25487. Um, and he describes, you know, priests, even on Good Friday, uh, being strung up, you know, in imitation of our Lord's own passion. And Pope Benedict, reflecting on what the Nazis were trying to do, he said they went after the Jews because they wanted to exterminate God from society. Um, but that was just the beginning, right? They yeah. equally wanted to destroy the church. And, I mean, there were more than 2,500 priests sent to Dachau, and, and therefore people have described it as the, the largest monastery in history. So it's really amazing to have Father Bernard's uh, account of that. Mm-hmm. And then a third major example, and of course there are many others, but we, get th- we have these great books, uh, is, is Father Walter Sizek's uh, book, He Leadeth Me, about his experience in Soviet Russia, where you know he's actually from Pennsylvania, my home state, um, and was ordained a Jesuit priest, but particularly for the Eastern Rites of the Church. And he went into Poland to serve Eastern Rite Catholics and then followed them as they were forced into labor in the Soviet Union. He was arrested, tortured, and, and they forced him to sign some confession. But the name of the book, He Leadeth Me, is really the way in which he came to understand God's providence guiding him even in and through that suffering to like a complete abandonment. And so it really does point us back to the cross, you know, that abandonment of Father, into your hands I commend my spirit, that the world will try to persecute us, but even in that, we see the greatest spiritual triumph, right? It's Mm -hmm. it's when Jesus supposedly was defeated um, that he actually won our salvation. And so that's the mysterious element of the suffering of these priests, Yep. which I think also helps us to understand our own role as Christians in the world, uh, that sometimes it's actually in our defeat and in our suffering that we are helping Christ to reign in the world. Talking to Dr. Jared Stout about Christ crucified and how priests, martyrs, and confessors conform themselves to the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, not just in the Mass, but through his priesthood. So, Dr. Stout, you you were commenting earlier about just how mysterious it is that these men who were thrown into the thick of immense suffering demonstrated so much grace. For the average listener listening to this right now, they're probably thinking, if that was me, I'd be blowing my top, I'd be losing my cool, or I'd be terrified. So what was it about these men that, that allowed them to say such, such holy, forgiving words about their persecutors? Well, I, I think it really is a challenge for all of us. Um, that this is the extreme, right? Mm-hmm. But, but even every day, there's these little persecutions, there's these little sufferings. And so I think it's true that if we are not trying to abandon ourselves to Christ through a deep prayer life right now, if we are not living a life of penance and sacrifice with Christ, well, then it's hard to make that big sacrifice, you know, to go to prison, to actually, you know, be a confessor. And by that, we mean someone who suffers, for the sake of the name. Um, and so I would say that really these priests who are witnessing to us through this conformity to Christ are really a sign for us in our own culture, right? Our own mm-hmm. culture has become godless in many ways and is trying to chase God out of our society, right? And so are we 
really conforming ourselves to Christ spiritually right now. Right. You know, and, and this is where, like I said, we have our own conformity to Christ in our baptism. Prayer, suffering, sacrifice, um, really being faithful to the Mass, because this is the spirituality of this Mass, this, uh, you know, of, of giving oneself over to God completely, mm-hmm. as, as Jesus did to the Father. Right. Um, and so I think that we should all be ready um, through our prayer and suffering right now to, uh, like Peter, be willing to be led where we do not want to go, right? That's what, <laughs> what Jesus said to Peter at the That's end right. of John's Gospel. That's right. Uh, you know, it, th- this brings to mind the words of St. Jose Maria Escriva, that all of us desire the crown, the glorious crown of martyrdom, but most of, uh, most of us do not desire the pinprick martyrdom of daily suffering. And it's that, that pinprick suffering that really tests our faith, that really conforms us to the reality of the glorious martyrdom to come. It gives it gives new context to the words in the Mass, right? Ite misa, misa as this is the mission. This is the mission to lay down our lives and conform ourselves to the life of Christ. So, uh, you you comment very briefly on Cardinal Nguyen Van Thuan, you know, and and his imprisonment in Vietnam. Would you, would you like to tell us more about some of the very unique sufferings that some of these priests went through? Yes, so uh, Father, I mean, well, Cardinal Antoine, you know, was imprisoned for a very long time in, in Vietnam. And we can look at other cardinals, Cardinal Nienczynski or uh, Vyshensky in Poland as well. And, and we can really see some of these high-profile examples of persecution. But Cardinal Antoine is, I think, powerful because he gives us these little meditations from prison. Mm-hmm. And so his book is called The Road of Hope. Um, and here he is describing this road of hope while he is in prison, right? Right. And, and that's where he's really able to see it, because everything else is stripped away. And he says, but, but my hope isn't stripped away, mm. right? My, my hope is still here with me. And, I, and this is where I think that the spiritual exercises that we need to go through every day, right, is, is to help us to focus on what really matters. Right. We need to be honest with ourselves, right, that we live in America in such a comfortable society we're really used to luxury, mm-hmm. and, and therefore I think we would have a hard time um, suffering like that. I really do recommend that work, um, The Road of Hope. But pointing to Cardinal Van Tuan is also important because of what happened yesterday, well, Wednesday with the arrest of Cardinal Zen in Hong Kong. Um, and so mm, we really see that the right. spiritual battle that is going on, right? You know, that the, the devil uses... You know, yes, corrupt political regimes, but also the media, and he can manipulate even things in our own society to really try to persecute the faithful. And we see Cardinal Zen in China, right, because he worked in mainland China before becoming Archbishop of Hong Kong, um, as this great witness um, to not only the truth of Christ, but also just to the dignity of the human person. Mm. And so... um, you know, the communist totalitarianism is, is really oppressive, just of human dignity and human rights in general. And I think we see that, you know, even being eroded in our own country right now. Um, and even just the right to life, that's the most basic the most fundamental, right we have yes. pertaining to our human dignity. And, you know, as we have, you know, this pending Supreme Court decision about Roe v. Wade, why is it that people are saying that they want to attack Catholic churches. Right. You know, we really have, I think, a great witness there of those who are standing up for Christ, those who even are just standing up for human dignity, are targets 
um, or people are really going after the truth and they're going after goodness. Um, and, you know, as disciples, I think this is something that we should expect. I think even in John 15, we see this. Yep. Right? If the world hates you, know that it has hated, hated me, me first. before it hated you. Exactly. Right? I mean, this is what you should expect. And I think this is part of the deeper uh, vision that we see coming out of these priests. It right. is the mission of the church to suffer in the world. Right. Thank you, Dr. Why? Stout. Because we're continuing the mission of Jesus. So if the Son of God came into the world to suffer for the truth, to suffer for goodness, that's what we should expect, too. Amen. Thank you so much, Dr. Stout. For those of you who are interested, uh, look up Dr. Stout's work. He works with the Archdiocese of Denver. You're listening to me, Marcus Peter, filling in for Al Cresta and Cresta in the afternoon. And we were just talking with Dr. Stout about priest martyrs and their conformity to the Eucharistic sacrifice on the altar. <laughs> 